Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in the epilogue for Dearest Ones, the letters that our hero, the Silver King, wrote to his family throughout the war. This is a special epilogue edition because it focuses on letters from the war, not written by Stanley, but by members of his original crew who were shot down on a mission in late February of 1945. Stanley met his pilot, Jack Festy, and his co-pilot, Jim Pombe Jr., in August of 1944, as they trained together to learn to fly the B-26 Martin Marauder at Barksdale Army Air Base in Shreveport, Louisiana. They were shipped overseas as a unit and reached A-72 in October of 1944 and began flying in early November that year. And not long after they began flying, Stanley got promoted and he was moved to a different crew and became a lead bombardier. Festy's boys went on a mission on February 22nd, 1945. They didn't come home and they were reported MIA, missing in action. This special episode of Dearest Ones in its epilogue begins the Silver King's May of 1945. The war in Europe, the European theater of operations, is about to end. Stanley has been working hard and Unbeknownst to him, two letters are en route from Mossberg, Germany. The first to Lieutenant Stanley Silverfield of the 397th Bomber Group, 597th Bomber Squadron, APO 140, U.S. Army, from Lieutenant Jack H. Festy, RAMP. 0-711541, U.S. Army Air Force, Mossberg, Germany. It's dated May 4th, which Lieutenant Festy describes as his birthday, and he begins, Hello, Stan. Well, it looks like the bad penny has returned to life, thank goodness. Yes, I and all our crew are intact and in fairly good health, and we are all here at Mossberg. We all escaped injury except Hauser, our passenger, who was shot in the shoulder by ground troops when he landed in his chute. He is okay now. The ship was demolished, and 
It looked like a potato grinder the last time I saw it. When I bailed out, the entire left wing was on fire. I've been liberated five days now and hope to leave soon, but there aren't any definite plans as yet. We may go to France or England from here and then home to the States. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm afraid I have developed either rheumatism or arthritis due to exposure, I guess. My knee joints aren't in very good shape either. Please see that my clothes and watch and other valuables are intact and sent off properly. I'll be needing them someday soon. Give my regards to all the fellows. I expect many of them have returned to the States by now. If I have a chance, I'll look you up if you're still in the ETO. Incidentally, Braden and his crew are here, and okay. Also, Bart of Marshall's crew. However, haven't seen or heard of any others. Regards, Jack. The second letter is also to Lieutenant Stanley L. Silverfield. And this one is from Jim Fomby Jr. of 2301 Myrtle Street, Alexandria, Louisiana, from Germany, dated May 5th. Hi, Stan. I understand from Branch that you think Festy's boys are kaput, but maybe this will prove a little differently. Right now, we are in Germany, waiting out getting home. Only wish I had some way of getting in touch with Overby quickly to see if he could come and get us out of here, but I guess that will take too long. Yes, the whole crew got out safely, and we are here. Things haven't been ideal. Not by a long shot, but all in all, I guess this hasn't been too bad. The main thing is we're alive and well. I don't imagine I will be coming by the base to say hello to all the fellows who are still there. Hope I run into them back in the States. I hope you sent all of my things home for me, even though you thought I was dead. It will save me a lot of money if you did. That is, if they ever find me. Guess that's it for now, fellow. See you later, Jim. Festy and Fomby's letters were on V-mail, thus considered official business by the War and Navy Departments, and Fomby's letter was postmarked May 22nd at 10 a.m. I don't know if the Silver King ever saw Festy or Fomby again. Of course, he never talked about his war, so I don't know anything else about his fellows. I do know that Jack Festy was awarded a Prisoner of War Medal for action during World War II. He was in the Army Air Forces and in this division was a prisoner of war. And under the general orders of the records of World War II for prisoners of war, this medal was created in 1942. And the citation reads, First Lieutenant, parenthetical, Air Corps, Jack H. Festy, ASN 0-711-541, 
United States Army Air Forces, was captured by German forces after he was shot down on or about February 22, 1945, and was held as a prisoner of war until his return to U.S. military control at the end of hostilities in May 1945. Festi and Fambi and the King, as we know from following our hero, were brothers in the air, and they each lived to re-enter life as civilians and move about in their worlds. We, of course, know that the king loved these guys, and he wrote about that later in May, which we will rediscover again in subsequent episodes. And before that discovery, we have reached the end of this special edition episode in the epilogue of Dearest Ones, the letters that the Silver King wrote to his family throughout the war, and this is part 34, and you are listening to The Silver King's War.